as we remember when the Lord angel appeared to Zacharias first time when Zacharias was serving in the temple and burning uh, and offering incense the angel told Zacharias that you will have son very soon but Zacharias didn't believe it and he replied to the angel by saying how shall I know this for I am an old and my wife is well advanced in years then the angel of the Lord identified himself by saying I am Gabriel and this is the second like name of the archangel mentioned in the Bible Michael and Gabriel he said I am Gabriel who stands in the presence of God behold you will be mute and will not be able to speak until the day of these things take place because you didn't believe my words which will be fulfilled in their own time and it happened Zacharias was silent for nine months and eight days till today in the gospel the day of John the Baptist circumcision and on that day as we heard Elizabeth wanted to call the child John but all the neighbors and relatives said no we have to call him Zacharias after his father's name then to end that dispute they gave sign to Zacharias and remember he was silent most probably he was deaf as well what we call the child what is the name will be and he took like a wooden tablet covered with wax with a, a wooden stylus and he wrote his name is John and immediately his mouth opened and his tongue loosed and he started to speak and the first words came out of Zacharias mouth was blessed is the Lord as the first line of a very beautiful song and Zacharias hymns or song thanksgiving we call it benedictus because the word blessed in Latin is benedictus so we called it benedictus and it was not surprising that Zacharias starting his song by blessing the Lord from the deepest part of his heart because most probably during those nine months and eight days he was reflecting on all the events happened in her life his life and also what he heard from Saint Mary when she stayed three months at their home and it was clearly for him that the hand of the Lord was writing a beautiful salvation story and I will give you three reasons or three observation why Zacharias started his Benedictus that way the first one most probably Zacharias remember that in the last book of the Old Testament the book of Malachi was a prophecy about the Messiah and his forerunner let's read it and listen carefully the Lord said in Malachi book behold I send my messenger and he will prepare the way before me and he continued by saying behold I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and the dreadful day of the Lord and he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers and between Malachi's prophecy 
and today's story in the gospel 400 years scholars called it the silent years because there was no prophets prophecies visions revelation the heaven was just silent from that prophecy in malachi and after 400 years when the fullness of the time had come we see archangel michael take some parts of the prophecy of malachi and repeating it to the christ and listen again carefully he said your wife elizabeth will bear you a son and you shall call his name john and he continued gabriel by saying and he will turn many of the children of israel to the lord their god he will also go before him before christ or the messiah in the spirit and power of elijah exactly like malachi said to turn the hearts of the father to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the lord and the second reason why zacharias might started his song by blessing the lord because he knew that his selection on that day when gabriel talked to him was just a miracle it was not a coincidence and i will tell you why in the time of zacharias they had 20000 priests almost 20000 priests serving the temple and why they had such high number because by default every single male born in the family of Aaron should be a priest so they had that very very high number of priests 20000 priests and the priests in Israel at those days were divided into 24 divisions and you remember Zacharias from division of Abijah so 24 division to serve the temple almost 20000 priests so how they organized that every division had to serve the temple for two weeks only two weeks in the year so and the rest of the weeks will be like the celebration of the festivals where all the 20000 priests will serve so 20 24 division serving the temple thousands of priests on a rotation basis and every division will serve two weeks so you can expect in two weeks you have 1000 2000 priests serving the temple so how do you choose the priest who will go inside the holy and offer incense to be fair they are they were lotting cast selecting people randomly to be fair and during those two weeks the cast lot went for zacharias out of thousands of priests at that time so zacharias ministry at the holy place would have been once in a lifetime experience and to be honest if you look to the numbers some priests might live and die without going to the holy place to offer incense so his selection was a miracle in itself so zacharias was contemplating and meditating on that and when he started to sing to the lord he said blessed is the lord because i can see your hand selected me on that day to serve in the holy and the third point 
when Zacharias blessed the Lord, he and his wife Elizabeth prayed years and years to have a child. And maybe I can imagine in every year the talking to each other by saying, maybe this is the year we got that child. But God didn't answer their prayers at all. And we can assume that in the middle age of Elizabeth, they stopped to pray. According to the human being physiology, they said, our prayer will not be responded. I'm very advanced in here. And this is the reason why Zacharias didn't believe Gabriel. When he told him you will have a child, he said, how, how that will be happen because I am old? And he was so polite. He didn't say Elizabeth is old. He said, we'll advance it in here. So this is impossible. And in unexpected moment, God replied his prayer by giving him not a mere child, but someone, the Bible will call him the greatest among those born of women, the forerunner of Messiah. So the Karayas has the right, had the right to bless the God. And maybe he reflected on the names of his family. Because Zacharias' name means God remember. God remembers. And Elizabeth's name, which in Hebrew, Elisheba, means God oath or his oath in our language, his promise. And when Gabriel insisted the child will be called John, which in Hebrew, Yohanan, means God is gracious, God is kind, is compassionate. So the Christ looked to the names of his family by saying, God is compassionate. He really remembers our prayers because he is so kind and he is keeping his promises. And is not a coincidence to have these three names together in one family. If you link them, you get the, that great meaning. And I think we should join Zacharias in blessing our Lord. Because he saved us. He moved us from darkness to light. He moved us, he moved us from the curse into grace. And the beauty of the Bible is every single word written by the Holy Spirit. The last word in the Old Testament, the very last word in Malachi was the word curse. And the last line in the New Testament in Revelation had, has the word grace. So God really moved us from darkness to light and from death to life. And we should bless the Lord because He is gracious in showering us with His love every day. We remember all that famous verse, For God so loved the world, so He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes, whoever believes in Him, will not perish, but have everlasting life. And we should bless the Lord because His mercies is endless every day. Or as Jeremiah said in his Lamentations, through the Lord's mercies, we are not consumed. 
because his compassion fell not. They are new every morning. And because of that, we should bless our Lord. We should bless him because he gave us a place in his heart and a place in his heaven. He promised us by saying, I go to prepare a place to you and I will come again. I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also there in heaven. Great promise. And we should bless the Lord because he remembers us. He remembers our prayers. And he cannot forget us. As he mentioned in Isaiah, can a woman forget, forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. I will not forget you. So he, is, he remembers our prayers, supplication. And maybe he is not answering it right away because he has his own timing, which is different from our timing, but eventually he will answer it. He remembers your labor for him, your good deeds, and your work for his heavenly kingdom, your service in the church. And he mentions that in the book of Revelation by saying, I know your work, your love, your service, your faith, and your patience. I remember that. I know it. He remembers your hardship, challenges, frustration, setbacks, and your tears, your pains. And he will intervene on the right moment, like what he did with the Christ, and tra transform our pain into joy, and our challenges into spiritual growth, and our suffering into glory. And finally, God remembers his promises. And we should bless him for that. Because he really, had, he really has great, great promises in the Bible. Sometimes we lose hope because we are human beings. And we go under stress or experience despair in our life. And sometimes we are afraid of tomorrow, the future. We are afraid of our kids, what they will do, their health. But when that happens, we must retreat to the promises God said to us. In the book of Zechariah, the Lord gave us the incredible promise when he said, For I say the Lord, he stamped it by his name, For I say, says the Lord, I will be a wall of fire all around here. He's talking about yourself, he's talking about the church, He's talking about everyone here, of his children. I will be a wall of fire all around her. I will be the glory in her midst. As if God is putting a wall of fire around every one of us and every one of our children. And he is giving that comfort that you should be happy and you should be joyful that I'm protecting you. And he continued by saying... For he who touches you, touches the apple of his eye. So nobody can touch you unless he is permitting for that. Nobody on earth can touch any child of his children unless he is permitting that for a reason and for a good reason. We bless the Lord because of all his promises will be fulfilled 
And why? Because each promise takes its power from its promiser, and he is omnipotent, he is capable, he has unlimited power, and he will do everything beyond, beyond our imagination. And when he promises, he will do. And he, when he does, he exceeds our expectation. And when he exceeds our expectation, we have nothing to say except, Blessed is the Lord, and glory be to God forever. Amen.